The views expressed on this podcast are solely those of the individuals and do not necessarily reflect the views of Elk Grove High School or District 214. At a young age, I'd always been a hands-on student, just like my students. You know, I, I, I really love working with my hands. Uh, I loved ripping bicycles apart at an early age and, and then led into cars. And one of the things that I, I struggled with was school. Uh, I didn't do well in the core classes, but down in the shop classes in high school, uh, I, was, I was rocking those classes. And I, uh, I kind of came from a family that really pushed education. And uh, being a hands-on student that didn't, wasn't successful in uh, the core classes, uh, I struggled, and uh, I graduated uh, high school, and um, family told me to go to college. So I went to College DuPage. I had no idea why I was there, and uh, made it through about a year, just kind of struggled to get through the first year. And then my second year, um, dear friend of mine, his father was a uh, tool and die vice president, and uh, he, he came to me and said, hey, are you interested in an apprenticeship? And I said, absolutely, yeah. I didn't know what a tool and die maker was, but I knew that they made a good living and uh, yeah, it was a hands-on kind of thing. So I quit college and uh, it was a major disappointment to the family, major disappointment. And uh, I told the family, I'll be going back. I have to go to trade school and this, that, and the other. And I took that negative energy and uh, turned it into positive. So I, I thrived in my, uh, my apprenticeship. I did a four or five year apprenticeship at the manufacturer and uh, I was uh, in Addison, Illinois. And uh, the apprenticeship was a three-year apprenticeship, and then I graduated from there. And uh, at the age of 23, I did the hardest thing I ever did in my life. I quit the trades to go back to college. And uh, my family was kind of at all because uh, they saw how well things were going, and you're quitting uh, this, the trades to go and be a broke college kid. So I went down to Illinois State University, <clears throat> and I was originally a business management major. And um, my second semester in, I enjoyed it. It was great. Like, again, it was the hardest thing I've ever done, but it turned out to be the best. And uh, my second semester, I was in my accounting class, and my brain does not work with accounting. <laughs> my roommate was an accounting major. He tutored me for hours on end, and it just didn't click. So all of a sudden, thumbing through the course catalog, and um, I find industrial technology. Holy cow, they had construction, they had manufacturing, graphic arts. Then they had technology education, a.k.a. shop teacher. And just the light bulb was on, and it's holy cow, can be an auto shop teacher, a wood shop teacher. I said, that, that's, that's for me. So I ended up uh, changing majors, and um, my um, senior year, my roommate from college, his mother worked here, Anita Bylas. She had said, Joe Spaulding is retiring next year you should student teach for him and uh, I student taught for him and here I am 18 years later <laughs> mm-hmm. my name is Jeff Zdenovec um, most call me Z <laughs> uh, this is my 18th year here at Elk Grove High School and I am the, an auto shop teacher here at Elk Grove High School
This is We Are E.G. Telling the stories of Elk Grove High School, one podcast at a time. Yeah, yeah. I had an, uh, my my wood shop and auto shop teacher really planted a seed in, in my head in the high school years, and I gravitated towards them. And uh, it was funny because, like I had said, I never thought of becoming a shop teacher. You know, I was standing in a forest and couldn't see a tree. You know, I, I at an earlier age, I, I I thought about becoming a teacer, and I kind of wanted to, but never dawned on me I could become a shop teacher. So, but in regards to like the philosophy. I find that to be kind of an interesting thing to just put into words. I remember when I graduated or in my senior year in college, I developed my philosophy. And uh, it had been about 16, 17 years since I looked at that. You know, it's, I think it's just something that you do. And I had to revisit it, uh, as you well know, the last year or so. And, and uh, it, was, it was kind of interesting. And um, I feel that it's involved with, like, respect. You respect your students, um, challenge your students. Uh, having structure are, are real important things to uh, to instill in your philosophy, and and then also too, I think, kind of like the old saying goes, um, takes a community or a village to raise a, a student, and I think that all of us play kind of a role in that. Um, you know, we'll have off-topic uh, conversations, current events in class. Um, we'll talk about finance sometimes. I think that that's that's key for the students to hear. Um, well, my, my auto shop teacher's talking about a 403B for you know, a minute or two, you know? It's, I think that uh, I think it does make a difference. We're just you know, kind of instilling in the students right from wrong and just being a good person, you know? We do more than autos down here, we do life, and I, I think that's important. students come in they're green they don't know how to rack a car which means place those arms to lift it up uh, they don't know how to jack up a car and safely place it on a jack stand so they're, they're, there's a lot of time invested in in getting the kids kind of up and running so and then once they are it's it's smooth sailing it is First year we have uh, our core labs like oil changes and tire rotation and taking tires off and this that and the other. And I see who does excel and those that do excel pretty quickly I'll challenge them with uh, more advanced things. So in a year one class we might be, I might throw something at them that's uh, year two or three. Started we were at um, three classes, three autos classes and then I taught two woods. And then uh, I did that for two years and then I think my third year we grew to five classes in auto and Right now, we are at seven classes of autos. There's only one period in the day that we uh, aren't having a class. So, and then <clears throat> with that, also a lot of certifications. Um, we receive the dual credit. The students can get dual credit through Triton College. Uh, they get honors GPA. And then um, also, too, the students will get student ASC certified, which we didn't have any of that when I first started. Uh, student ASC is um, automotive service excellence, and it's just a, like an aptitude test and they have all the core areas of the vehicle. 
So uh, when you see a, a mechanic with the, the badge, ASC, like this, um, that means that the, the mechanic has passed uh, um, a test in brakes or a test in electricity, a test in uh, heating and air conditioning. There's nine areas that uh, they can take a test and pass it in. And basically that shows uh, potential employers and others that uh, they're uh, very proficient in, in that area. Uh, you start out as a sophomore, you would take auto systems, which is our year one course, which is the all the systems and components of today's vehicle. We teach them the elementary essential skills to work on the car. And then year two, which would be their junior year, they would take advanced diagnostics. That's a little bit more into troubleshooting, uh, check engine lights, uh, things of that nature. And then year three, which they'll be a senior, they would take vocational. And vocational is a uh, full hands-on shop experience. We're very seldom even in the classroom. We're out in the shop every day. And in that class, uh, that's where we perform all, all of our live work. Um, oil changes, uh, basic maintenance tires, things like that. And then there are some uh, more advanced projects that the students are doing right now. They're doing a timing chain and an oil pan on, uh, on one of the vehicles. And then when they do get to that third level, uh, third year course, they would take, I would schedule them for the ASE test. And then when they pass that, they'll receive the dual credit through Triton College, get the honor CPA, and lots of good stuff. Typically what will happen is in our third year capstone class, vocational, the students will take the ASE test. And um, when they take the ASE test, they'll, they, I mandate they take the maintenance and light repair for the first semester. And then when they pass the maintenance and light repair test, they'll, uh, they'll get dual credit with that. So Now the students do have the option to take as many as they want. We just had a student this past semester get all nine in the first semester. Having the nine certifications, that, that could very well get him a job as a senior in high school for maybe 14, 15 bucks an hour, perhaps. He'd have to earn, you know, that it, you know, show, prove himself to the company, but definitely could be there. Cool. All right, what we're going to do today is we're going to go out into the shop in groups. So you guys are going to get in your normal groups, and we're going to cover TSVs today. I have a worksheet for you guys. You're going to pick a car, get a VIN, get the VIN off the car, and uh, get all the necessary information. And then what you're going to do is we're going to go through this TSV worksheet. TSV stands for Technical Service Bulletin. The Technical Service Bulletin is a courtesy from the manufacturer on a problem that is occurring with the vehicle. You guys remember talking about that now? So there was like a, there's a difference between a recall and then a TSB. What's a recall? You have to get your car. They have to fix your car for free, which is pretty cool. So that means that every car that was produced has that same problem that they have to fix it. But most times it's a safety thing. So um, technical service bulletin, is a problem that is occurring to the vehicle that hasn't happened to all of the vehicles. It just happens to some of them. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go ahead, get the information from the vehicle, go into all data on your iPads, and then plug that car into all data, and then you're gonna pull off some TSVs. I'm gonna pass out, uh, actually on your way out, why don't you guys just grab a worksheet one worksheet per group um, 
get a clipboard, pick a car. If you want to go get your car, you can. One worksheet per group. One worksheet per group, go get your car. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, this technical service bulletin, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, there you go, it's the first one. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're with the Brian and Bobby. Alright. 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 Uh, 17.057. Okay. And then it was battery battery management sensor. The next number. Hey, they gave you guys an idea of TSVs. Is this the right one? Yeah, exactly. Yep. And then you'll have to find the electrical one, I believe, it's specified. Oh, electrical. Right, what's it say? It didn't say electrical. Um, ba battery management sensor. Does that count? Yeah, yeah. Give you an idea of TSBs. Um, is this all of them on this yes. particular car? Not, not a lot. So that that's a good thing. Very good thing. It's My truck, yes, it is. My truck is a 2016, and so two years newer than this this car. And my truck has 321 TSBs. That's a lot of mistakes <laughs> made by the company. It's, you are a smart that, young man. Yes. That is a lot of mistakes. Yes. Just for, I kept scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. That is it for this Honda. So that tells you, like you said, it's a good thing. Four, five, six, seven, eight. That's like eight. So yeah, just find anything that, that's electrical hey, problem. Okay, try this. 15 on 17. Also 15. 15 on 17. Um, no, that's like an engine short block. I mean, that's not something electrical. All Students are, uh, they're engaged, they sign up for the class, they want to be there, they, you know, the first day we're in the classroom and they're looking out in the shop and they're kind of excited about going out there. And, uh, and then when we do get out there, they are excited and, you know, I, I do get excited, uh, like when we use the lift for the first time. You know, I'll have a student go and get their car and I'll say, okay, we're going to put this car on the lift. Holy cow, we're going to get to stand underneath my car for the first time? And also, too, there's a level of safety involved in and uh, my expectations with the students that they are engaged because uh, if they're not engaged uh, <laughs> we can have some problems so uh, that does make a difference and I kind of let them know of the safety and I kind of scare them with the safety rightfully so that if you're not paying attention uh, and you're not engaged you're standing underneath a 5,000 pound car <laughs> you better be engaged you better pay attention you better take notes on what we're doing you know And that's one of the things actually we do in our measurement uh, 
chapter. We'll, we're, uh, the students will go ahead and we'll work with micrometers. We'll pluck a hair off uh, your head and we'll pluck a hair off their head and see what the difference is with the micrometer. And I think the students are just amazed that there's something that precise that can measure the difference between two hairs. Everything we do is math and science. If we're going to rotate the tires on your car, the students take the tires and rotate them, and then we put them back on. We have to torque them to spec. So uh, the spec might be 95 foot-pounds. So we actually have to measure 95 foot-pounds on each lug nut. Can't just say, oh, I, I think they're tight. <laughs> Great example, like with a math class, and you're talking about geometry, well, we apply that on alignment. We have angles that we have to meet and whatnot in the cast or camber toe to get your car within spec so your car goes straight. So it's not just lines on a piece of paper, it's actually movement on the car, so we're doing geometry. And I always uh, tell the, the students that, you know, you can't go out in that shop and perform a lab without using math or science or English or, you know, it's, it's every day you're using something that you learn down here. This has been a production of the Elk Grove Collab Lab, building a community of learning at Elk Grove High School and beyond. This episode was produced by me, Bruce Janu. A special thanks to Mr. Z for sharing his story and for allowing me to hang out for a bit in his second hour auto systems class. The kids were great and didn't mind having me walk around with headphones and shoving a microphone in their faces. The instrumental music in this podcast was licensed through audioblocks.com. The song Driver's Seat was written and performed by Andy Wagner and was licensed through the Free Music Archive with an attribution non-commercial 3.0 international Creative Commons license. More information can be found at freemusicarchive.org. If you have a story to share, let us know. You can find us at weareg.org. You can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. If you have been liking our podcast, please give us a review on iTunes. Seriously, give us a review. This will help us reach more listeners and could get us a spot in Apple's new and noteworthy Spotlight. That would be cool. And we need reviews. So, we are issuing a review challenge. Tell your friends and have them tell their friends too. Go to iTunes and search for We Are EG Podcast. Thanks so much. The Elk Grove Collab Lab can be found at egcollablab.org. Be sure to check out our other podcast as well. It is called School Chat. Coming up soon will be part two of this podcast where I talk to some of the kids who have been through Z's program and have earned the ASE certifications. So look for that in the coming weeks. Thanks for listening. <laughs>